Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for. The Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your host, Nico and Sasha Antanasio. Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation. Ah, yeah, it's another episode of the Neighborhood Sellers Podcast. How is everyone doing? Sasha, Sash, Sash. I'm going to start calling you Nicole, since you call me Sage. <laughs> yeah, I've, been call, I've, I've been calling you Sage for know, as long as we've met. I know, but I, ha- I don't have something for you, so I'm going to call you Nicola's. You call me Nikki. Yeah, but I want to call you something different, Nicola's. In case our listeners and our viewers don't know, his government is Nicola um, Athanasio. Well, I asked how you're doing, he, so... Yeah, I always have to rag on you in the beginning I got part, you. No, so they, no, that's true. It's, it's, it's true. a hobby of mine. Um, if I can't do it, then... Well, you're going to answer the question how you do Yeah, doing? absolutely. I'm doing amazing because we have a special guest who's got me amped up today because uh, he's going to teach me some skills to, like, lay you out in, in business life. Like, to, like... <laughs> that's well, what I mean. Like, all right, so you want to introduce... Uh, what, you no, introduce, you take it. You take, uh, it, you take it. So absolutely. I want to introduce, on the phone, second time on the podcast, we have somebody virtual, Jason... Ross, I'm sorry, excuse me, excuse me, Jason Ryan, Jason Ryan, I apologize, Jason, Jason Ryan from <laughs> Kayla Williams, Sports and Entertainment, he's also in the same division that we are with Sports and Entertainment, but Jason, you're up in Boston, right? I am. How you doing today, I buddy? Doing wonderful, beautiful day out, beautiful people, so, yeah, Awesome. And day. I also, for a returning guest, now this is another first for this podcast, so the second virtual interview. And a second returning guest. Yep. We have our favorite um, broker, Fahan Yusufi. What's up, buddy? What's going on, guys? You actually said my name right. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, I said it right last time too. Actually, you know what? Let me put the light on. I, I, I just the light. Why do you need? Okay. I guess you needed to see me. There, you okay. know, I mean, there we go. It makes it a little bit better. There you go. All right. So now, Jay, Jason, uh, I'm assuming you're a huge Yankee fan. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah, way <we're> good. <laughs> so what you, just happened? I just took your mic. Uh, your headphones. Oh so my you, god! So you're a big Yankees fan. That's awesome. You know, go Yankees. I guess. Yeah. I mean, listen. Yeah. I think I don't think either of us have anything to gloat about because the how oh, wow. horrible our team's been playing. So it's been uh, a long time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, but so, like I mentioned before, you're part of uh, Keller Williams Sports and Entertainment Division. You're doing. You're up in uh, Boston, um, but one thing that's unique with you that's not. Uh, you know what? Everyone heard that, huh? I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I gotta shut that you off on my phone. Yeah. So. I don't think know, I follow him on social media. So for oh. for people that don't know, uh, what do you what do you kind of specialize in your sports and entertainment um, part of uh, KW? Yeah. So I've uh, been a member of like sports entertainment since like last May, so just over a year, and in that I, I've come to find my little niche of like specializing in uh, helping MMA fighters, UFC fighters, people that are like on that next level below. So like the professional amateurs um, that are around here and really starting to branch out throughout the country, which has been, uh, it's been kind of crazy. And, and you have a pretty interesting background because I mean, you just became a realtor and I mean, shortly, you know, around the same time we have, um, but oh, hold on, the camera just shut off. Oh, let me put the camera back on. Um, but, before that, you were a federal agent, huh? What? I was. I was cool. I know, right? Who that is that? like, um, wow. Yeah, so I was in federal law enforcement for about 11 years. I uh, did that right out of school. So I started at the nice young age of like 21. And 
it's a strenuous kind of lifestyle. People usually start in their 30s. So I kind of needed a lifestyle change because 70 hours a week was a bit much and not really the best uh, when I was starting a family. So I uh, changed gears, left left early after 11 years and uh, put on my real estate hat at that point. That's awesome, man. You got to MMA. So in this episode, we're going to bring, you know, I'm going to guess call us all super fans. I mean, we're all, we all like the sport. Um, Farhan, I mean, you, you love, I mean, so when I mentioned opportunities that Jason was offering, um, so one of the opportunities Jason offers and he's involved with is sponsoring on the mat. So you can actually sponsor the middle That's of the, the mat or the walls. Um, and our first conversations were back in September. Uh, I think, yeah. yeah, we spoke back in September and, um, I, I, I was almost, I mean, I, I mean, still want to jump on these opportunities. Um, and he's always been kept in contact, which is, which is amazing. So I thought it would be perfect fitting to have, uh, like fans. And one of the things I mentioned to, to Farhan was, Hey, I had this opportunity. And Farhan's like, yo, let's go to Massachusetts right now. I'm coming with you. <laughs> so it's a, it's a great show. It's, so, it's a really good time. So that is, I mean, so that is more the UFC, the more on the web fight, right? Yeah, so they do a UFC fight pass. So you see a lot of these, like, local type shows of, mm -hmm. like, people that are either looking to get into the UFC or, you know, they fought a few times in the UFC and their contract went off, so they're trying to get back. So you see, like, a lot of top-tier fighters that either have UFC experience or, like, really trying to get on to uh, one of the shows. So, like, a guy sponsored back in February. He is fighting in um, Dana White's Contender Series uh, in a couple weeks in the uh, middle of August. So it's, uh, it's pretty exciting. You know, before, you, before we got to, finally got you on, uh, we had some tech issues before, but finally to get you on, you know, Farhan and I were talking about the fight that just happened this past Saturday, and this guy is just unbeatable, man. Uh, Volkanovski. Yeah, I, mean, I can't pronounce oh, it. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, guy, <laughs> that one killed me, man. Yeah. That one killed me. Now, so we were, so we were kind of debating the fight that he lost to Israel. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, not Israel, Islam. What is your two cents? You think he won, or you've lost that fight? He won. He's, I think he won. I told you, man. I think he won it. Yeah. I, the, the decision wasn't yeah. right. Is he? Is he good? He puts on a good show, but he, he does. And you know, but Farhan, you know, you, you make the point that you made to me. I'm, I'm not going to talk I for you. I feel like technically, is Islam won that fight? Um, but um, but I mean, I mean, for performance wise, I mean, he looked like he dominated, but technically, uh, he did win the fight. That's just my opinion. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I'm, but I mean, Volkanovski is a freaking beast. I don't know this fight you guys are talking about, but I'm going to put my two cents anyways because that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with the guy, the first guy because he has an ill name. Volkanovski. Sounds like the vultures yeah. are coming to get you. But I, I'm, I, I mean, we're watching a Hall of Famer. <laughs> we're, we're watching a Hall of Famer right now. I mean, really? He, I, I definitely. It's that good? He's a Hall of Famer. Like, yeah. The same thing with uh, John Jones. Yeah. He's he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah, of Demetrius Johnson, another active Hall of Famer. I mean, these guys. Uh, I mean, uh, between Jones and Johnson, what do they have? A Ten and eleven consecutive defeats. Uh, oh, def wow. Defends on their title, and this guy here. I, so. I mean, this guy here's already defended his title at five or six times. Lost 
I mean, he's back number ranked number one. I mean, it's John Jones. I think he hasn't. Fought, oh wow, he, he hasn't fought in a long time. No, he, he hasn't. Back and then dominated. He has a fight. I think he has a fight coming up in August or February. November. They just no, announced November. it. No, November. Who's he, who he fighting in November? Um, no. Stike. Oh no way, Miocic, that guy. Yep. Oh wow. And then, and then another one, you know, with um, Umar. Um, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not, there's another one I'm gonna. Nurmagomedov. Yeah, yeah, that guy is just unbeatable right he's now. He's crazy. Nobody. Wait, doesn't he just fight Bellator though? Wait, no, he's uh, he's on MMA. He, yeah, he's he, no, he's in UFC. He's in UFC because he's fighting uh, in two weeks. He's fighting in Nashville. I thought that guy was a Bellator fighter. Oh, okay. He, I, I think he's what? Six, I got my money on the underdog for that one. He's 16 consecutive rounds on you know unbeaten. Yeah. And the guy's just he's a lunatic. Oh, it was Usman Nurmagomedov. Um, I, I went to a Bellator fight in uh, in L.A. a few years ago. Did you? And some uh, he he had somebody get carried out in a stretcher in that fight. It was crazy. Yeah. Now, what your involvement with these these you know athletes? I mean, where are you going? Just local gyms, and you're like, hey man, you you seem pretty interesting. Let me help you out. Uh, how, how's how's that work with you? Like, what's your approach? Tell us your secrets. Your secret sauce. <laughs> So my secrets are with this local event, I'm good friends with the promoter. So he has good contacts with the fighters, but more so their managers or their marketers. Mm. Uh, and that's on more of a national scale. So there's one that's based out of LA that had a couple fighters that were at his promotion in February. Really good guy. And he does like a lot of the top tier UFC. Um, he doesn't represent her anymore, but he did Alexa Grasso nice. um, and a couple others. You know, some boxers. And through that, just his contacts alone, uh, there's a bunch of fighters there. And also just social media. It's a, it's a very casual, like approachable kind of. Oh, so you just slide in the DMs? I yeah. like that approach. Yeah. I like that approach a lot. It, I'm like not going to lie. It's super easy. You, <laughs> yeah, you it's it's really easy you're just supportive you do your research you talk about the fighters you know they have a fight coming up you say good luck and like they're they have conversations with you which is nice they're not just like these that you normally see with nba nfl any of those like big four sports where yeah. you, you just get drowned out here you you have those you're able to build on those personal relationships which is kind of great Oh wow! You know, you, you you make a valid point. It was fun. I'm going to be sliding in a lot of DMs later today. But, you know, you do make a valid point, and you know, one of the people in sports entertainment. So, sports entertainment has about 800 um, uh, agents. Agents, yeah. And actually, you know what? Uh, Jason was the one who corrected me. Uh, so he was heard our, he heard the, the podcast when we were on the phone. On the and we uh, said a thousand over a thousand over a thousand when we were talking to Justin. Really? So he's. Uh, He's like, hey, no, this is what it's, uh, you know, this is where, what's, it's, at right where it's at right now. Oh, wow. But inside our community, uh, we have a, a retired UFC fighter, Joe, uh, Joe Benavides. Yes, he's amazing. And uh, super nice guy. He, he, I mean, he, you talk to him, him and his wife. His, yeah, they were, oh, man. His wife was a, um, she was a reporter. Is his wife a realtor? I think she's a, a realtor. A reporter. She was, she a, was report a reporter. Yeah, she was a reporter. And that's Sports how they reporter. met. Yeah, exactly. Wait, in this area? In our he's in Vegas. Yeah, he's in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's in Vegas. And couldn't have been the nicest. Nico Levy. What's that? 
Megalevy is his wife. Michael, okay, yes, there we go. She yes. still does the commentary. Oh, she does? That's amazing. Yeah. But just seeing how they support each other and how amazing they're like, um, just go together. You know, the yin to the yang was just so amazing for me to see, especially like as a husband and wife in the in the business. Um, it's just so, so great, you know? And one of the points that he had made, he was he, like, someone goes, hey, can I bring you onto the podcast? He's like, yeah, sure. Like he was just like that approach. I absolutely. And that's what people don't realize about the sports and entertainment. These athletes mm-hmm. are just normal people. Yeah, true. They're just normal. People. They just want to be a normal. They don't want to be known as, you know, who they are. Yeah, they just want to be known as I'm that guy. Well, sometimes they want to be that. Sometimes they want to be that person, and sometimes they just want to be regular people. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not. Who's who's your active uh, front? Which who's your active? Uh, I'm sorry, you're, you're is this a KW agent? Yeah, he's a KW. Yes, he is. Oh, okay. KW no. in uh, Vegas. Because there's a uh, there's Ally Quinta also who's in um, I think he's in New York. He's uh, oh really? Yeah, he's a UFC fighter, but he's not a KW agent. Uh, I think he's got his own real estate company. Really? Give him, give him a call. Tell him to come over. I know, right? I know, right? Come yeah. over, join uh, KWSC. Do and, uh, some recruiting. Give you some sponsorship. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> and just get him to KWSC. Especially man. after retirement. You know, yeah. and that's a lot of things, you know, UFC, outside the four major sports, UFC, you do see older fi- older fighters. Yeah. I mean, John Jones, I mean, he's 35, 34. I oh, mean, wow. I mean, he's up there. S- same thing with, um, same thing with uh, 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 Volkanovski. Right? Yeah. He's 34 years old, that guy, the kid. I'm going to just call so, him I mean, the Vulcan they, moving they, forward. <laughs> he, he, Hashtag the Vulcan. They, they fight. He has a nickname. I forgot his nickname. Yeah, it's um, I hope it's the Vulcan or something. Isn't it Alexander? No, Alexander is his first name. That, yes, Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great. Vulcan. So his name is Sasha, technically. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> but because yeah. my name is Sasha, right? And I'm, my first name is Sasha before marriage. My last name was Gibbons. So I would get so many jobs, and then when I show up, because I bartended for like so long, I was a career bartender, and when I would show up, they would. Um, we were expecting like a Caucasian, like a European male. Um, you're not what we're expecting. They're like, is your real name Alexandra? And I'm like, no, it's just Sasha. They're like, are you Russian and are you Irish mixed together? I'm, no, I'm just brown. I'm just Caribbean, and it's just. It's just confusing, and now that I'm married, my name's Hyphen, so Sasha Gibbons Athanasio. So now it's even more confusing. People are like, just tell me what you are, because mm-hmm. with the names, I don't know if you eat spaghetti or you like do the Irish dance or like, I'm what sorry. are you doing? Oh, checking. the mafia is coming after me. <laughs> like, uh, Sasha, I'm sorry. No, yes. no, that wasn't re- Why would you? Jason, was it? <laughs> I'm sorry. Jason, wasn't that a good story? Nico gives me. Really, yeah, really he like, good, Jason would like to play the fifth. <laughs> Yo, he, the guy was a fed. I'm far enough away. I'm he's, good. He's, he's protected. Yeah, he's, he's good. But actually, going to my question though, Farhan, who's your favorite active fighter right now? Like you have, like if they're fighting, you have to watch. If they're fighting, I have to watch. Um, oh man, there's a few man. Um, Gaethje. He's one. Of, he's one of my. Uh, he's he's an animal. So Gaethje um, is fighting. Um, but hold on, no, wasn't Gaethje? He was involved in the the scale gate. The what gate? Skellgate. What's that? that? When he won, he won the, right? There was the, the fight against uh, Charles Oliver. We should fact check you, Jason. Right? Tell me if this is valid Justin or not. Justin Gaethje, right? Uh-huh. His last name, hold on, I'm looking at my way. <laughs> G-A-S-T-H-J. He lost to Oliveira, right? He lost, yeah. but Oliveira weighed in a half a pound too heavy. It was stripped the title, 
And it was given to Geechee, wasn't it? Oh, this no was way. back last no year. Idea. No idea. This was uh, 2022. Yeah, yeah. Jason, and we're fact-checking, um, checking him real quick. Is this, is this correct? <laughs> my, I mean, my favorite old-time yeah. fighter. Oh, sounds we lose accurate. It? So, listen, it sounds accurate. Nope. When, <laughs> when we bring Charlotte in, Charlotte's going to, she will <laughs> corroborate everything. His sister-in-law to be is like a fan, a super fan times like a gazillion. She's really? like oh, yeah, UFC she to like the 20th so hour. So when it comes to sports betting, these fights, yeah. I always talk. I'm like, oh, sure. <laughs> what do you think on this? I'm going this way. She's like, ah, I don't think so. Really? I'm like, sure. Come on. Does she know her stuff? She knows she her knows shit. Her stuff. Um, beyond. That. She's pretty legit. But hold on, I cut you off again. Yeah. I know. So, what is my up favorite with all you? time is George St. Pierre. St. Pierre. Whole yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That name yeah, sounds amazing. Was that? He drove me nuts. Did he really? Now yeah. you you have a background so in the like action. He's he's very technical. George St. Pierre, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, very technical. But I, I like the way he came back from his defeats. I mean, like he when he fought uh, Matt Hughes, when he fought um, Matt Sarah and lost to Matt Sarah, or was it Matt Sarah or BJ Penn, one of these guys, he came back and just dominated. I love these names. Um, but he's just, <laughs> these names he are just, like amazing. He's a very, very technical fighter. Sometimes he's kind of boring, but you, you could, I mean, if you appreciate the sport, he's, he's just amazing. Now, J- oh, wow. Jason, he's with that being said, what was that? He's making a comeback. He's no doing, way. Uh, he's doing a gay competition. No, no next way. Next month or so. Yeah. No, who's who's he uh, who's he fighting? Um, I don't know who he's fighting, but it's it's gay. It's not. Oh, a gay competition. I got it. Got it. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's amazing. He's always training. He's he's in ridiculous shape right now. Um, yes. And uh, what's his name? Um, Khabib, of course. I mean, he's he's one of my favorites, but but I I still have George St. Pierre. He's uh he's 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 at the top. Now, now, as you mentioned that, I mean, Jason, you, you were a national instructor for MA, um, you know, I guess on a national level. Is that why you kind of, like, because you're, I mean, you know, you're an instructor, you know, you, you, you kind of taught this. Yeah. Is that oh, why no, you, I kind of fell into it? Yeah. Is that how? Yeah, I, so I, was a, I was a defensive sorry. tactics instructor for the, um, for my division. So I would, we would do like a lot of like ground defense and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, that really sparked my interest. And this was back in, I want to say like 2004, 2005. So really like my passion started then and then got like rekindled as I became friends with the promoter around here. I really got into it again and, you know, consistently watching the fights and really following it now again. But is that why St. Pierre uh, kind of irks you? I mean, just because you know the, I guess the technical aspect of it that, when you see this guy, I kind of like the Flash. What was that? You like the Flash? <laughs> I'm, a flash. I'm, a, I'm a flashy guy. So yeah, like John yeah. Jones, I like. Oh, he's um, great. Like Aljo Sterling, he's a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, you know those kind of guys. Now, two people that you guys didn't mention were, I mean, well, there's, I mean, there's so many. I mean, people. I mean, if you think about one of the originals, Ken Shamrock. I mean, that guy. Was Shamrock, just, Tank Abbott, he, all these, he, all these animals I mean, back then. But even. Were, you know, uh, Ronda Rossi. I mean, she was just Ronda Rossi. Eh, she was just a, something else. I was, never, I was, was never a fan. She was just on another level, man. She, she was on another. I was level. in love with her. I was um, girl crushing bad on her, like real bad. <laughs> I loved her. What happened to her? She uh, she, she went to WWE. Oh, she, she did well for her career. I mean, she cameoed in Entourage. Oh, yeah, she did she, like uh, she was in a lot. She of was in a bunch of episodes in yeah. Entourage. Yeah, she was in a bunch of episodes. Yeah. But then she was Fast and Furious too. 
Oh, no. yeah, that's right. Was she really? She was, yeah. Which yeah. one? The, new, yeah. the, the latest yeah. one? Uh, the one where he uh, takes a car, jumps from one building to another. Damn, you, know, you know, the usual. Uh, <laughs> the, the realistic, yeah. the, real, yeah. the realistic uh, <laughs> synagogue. Drives a car in a space, uses a steering wheel <laughs> yeah, to before turn. Before they went to space. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, before they went to space. And, and, the, and, the, and the Supra. That had just, you know, crank uh, windows, not even. He had some exotic uh, car going for, he was in Dubai, I think, in that episode. Ronda Rousey's episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, what's crazy is, like, so Sasha and the kids and I, we, we do, we love movies. We've, yeah. and, and when we go to movies, watch them. We'll, we'll watch three Which movies like in one so day. Weird. Like, we'll go, like, we, well, not one day, we'll do two oh in one day, God. but we'll do, like, three within 24 hours. We'll do, like, Saturday night and then a matinee Sunday and then, like, Sunday right even. So we love movies. Fashion and Furious. Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. <laughs> Outside the first one, I, I just couldn't. Maybe the first one, I, I think I, I lost interest at like Tokyo Drift. It's a comedy drama now. It, I mean, it's a comedy it's, drama. It's, it's, like, <laughs> it's like sci-fi. I mean, it's not even. No, it's just like a bit. I don't I like The Rock. And I like, what's her name? The one from Jersey City? From Jersey City. Jersey City. The Puerto Rican one. What's her name? Letty. What's Letty's real name? I don't oh. know. She's uh, from Jersey uh, City. Born and raised. Yeah. Um, Rodriguez, uh, what's her first name? Um, yeah, well, she's born and raised Jersey City. You didn't know that? Fun no, I didn't fact, know I yeah. I didn't know that. Saw rocks with her. Saw rocks with Fast Wait, and Furious. You know, Jason, Rock. Jason, now, now think about it. Are you originally from uh, Massachusetts? Yeah, I was. Um, I was raised here. I'm adopted, so I'm technically I'm from Mexico. Ooh, so. uh, cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. Because so you don't have Mexican fighters. This Mexican year has been great. So do you habla español? It's a little rough. But you don't. Uh, you don't have the. Much. You don't have the accent, dude. He was. No, was, no. I, I, my dad's Irish and Portuguese, and my mom's English. Oh so. wow. Portuguese. Oh, so you guys, oh. you guys go to Rhode Island often, huh? I'm Indian. I don't have an accent, Nico. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, we don't even have to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Trini. I got a I go amazing two times accent. Over for my... Yeah, I mean, I love Portuguese food. Love it. Oh, I, my God. This, He's talking about only paella, though, just so no, you know, Jason. No, old, I think that's the extent of Old Portuguese. Yeah. This yeah. awesome, like in Rhode Island, there's a ton of awesome Portuguese restaurants. Yeah. Newark like, also right here. Yeah, Newark too. Right? Yeah. And, and, I am is, there, is there good spots up in Boston, too, or no? Yeah, oh, yeah. You go to Fall River. Um, a lot of Portuguese there. And a lot near me up on the North Shore in, like, Peabody. So I grew up with, like, um, like Linguisa. Okay. You know, that sweet bread. My mom yeah. would make the sweet bread French toast. So that was a good thing to wake up to. I'll tell Dude, you that. You're making me hungry right now. Jason, really quick, tell me our um, listeners and everyone, what's your um, social media, your Instagram, ha- um, uh, what's it called? Tag. Tag. What's your, your Instagram page, whatever. I, I'm My Instagram is, is j.ryan.homes. You hear that? Same J- thing on thread. J.ryan. Dot homes. Dot homes. There we go. Now. Oh, you've been following me. Sorry, I don't follow back a lot of people. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, I'm not a famous as you I just, <laughs> way to call yourself out. I know. Uh, uh, now, so, just to um, my bad. Just to excuse for Han. So I know for Han. I know he's got to run. He's got to run. He's now you're you're taking your family back to California, huh? No, yeah, I'm dropping him off at the airport in a little bit. Uh, Are you coming? Kids for my sisters. And I, yeah. For Han has like the best life. Yeah, yeah. He has like a rent a family. He returns them to, <laughs> to rentafamily.com. They spend the entire summer in California. So the, uh, you, you took them to California two weeks ago. <laughs> then he yeah, I, was, no, I, three spent, weeks ago. I spent uh, spent a couple of weeks with them over there. Came, came back. Came home on Sunday. Uh, Friday. Friday. Yeah. Friday, that's right. 
they're going back, and I'm going to meet up again with them in August, mid-August. What a life. Yeah, and then we're going to come back together. And then. And it's the, not like you guys go to crappy, but you're going to L.A. I mean, you're right outside L.A. Yeah, SoCal. It's nice. It's a, it's a nice area. L.A. proper, I think, is a Must home, be good. But, yeah. Sasha, it's a fun place to visit for me. Isn't that the life? What was that? It's a fun place to visit. I'm it's, not sure if I could live there. Yeah, I don't know if I could live there either. Too, it's, too hot. it's too hot for me. I'll no, it's, just, it's different. When you're born and raised on the East Coast, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's so much slower there, I feel like. It is. I don't it know. Is. Like, and, they're it fake, is. and they're fake nice. No, they're, it's a little bit of both. You get, some people are just, I don't know. To me, I, I know some people are going to find this insulting. Some people are kind of slow when they talk. From LA. Yeah, it's oh, just like when so you're true. talking to them, you're like, all right, all right, all right, get to the point. Get to, yeah, exactly. That's, that's the truth. But that is, your wrist. That's yeah. totally, if you're not from the Northeast, yeah. you, it just, that's and why. They, they say we're all rude too. For people from the oh West my Coast, God. they say, oh, you guys are rude. No, we're not we're rude. We're just, we're, we're not sugarcoating. Honest. We're just honest. Exactly. We're honest. Yeah. Exactly. We don't, we don't tell you what you want to hear. We tell you what it is. Yeah. In California, they tell you what they what you want to hear, and then they fuck you know they chatter behind your back, and they're like super nice in front of you. Like, it's but just, I feel like that's like everywhere. But no, no, no. Like, in Jersey, I don't know. You could tell someone to fuck off and give them a hug at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing, right? <laughs> we're, we're 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 more rough around the edges, yeah. and what we're caring, we take care of people. But at the same time, we're straight to the point. Like one of the things that Farhan yeah. has done for me in my career here is. He'll Help you hold your temper in. No, he'll, he'll proofread my emails. <laughs> my emails get so, so aggressive. And it's like, I'm not even trying to be aggressive. He writes like an angry toddler. But it's like, <laughs> so, like, so. Like, <laughs> that one just took me out. Here, hold on, hold on. There we go. We have, there the, you go. We have the, the audience. Oh my god! But the, no, the that thing, was good. Do you that do was the good angry typing with the two fingers too. <laughs> yes, he does. No, he does it with the two pointers. So <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll do a quick story before Vron leaves. But so I officiated one of my good friend's wedding last month. Oh my god! I screwed up. Totally screwed up. It was more like you unmarried them instead of married. I forgot. I so I'm like I told my friend I'm like now you can kiss your bride. She turned around and goes, the rings. You forgot to talk about, you forgot the rings. I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm at the mic. All I'm saying is, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. no. Nonstop. Like, I didn't know what to do. Everyone's looking at me. My boy goes to me, he goes, good thing you sell houses better than you can officiate a wedding. <laughs> like, he had no care in the world. Were there kids at the wedding? I'm sure no. there was. I mean, Not when you parents covering no. their kids' I don't ears. Know. But all I'm saying is, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. So the DJ, who, like, he comes up. Is that you? That was, yeah, sorry about that. Oh. Jeez, he, he puts his hand over the microphone and he goes, ask everyone to sit down. So I'm like, please be seated. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the night before, what I did is I typed. No, the best part was when he told the um, bride and the groom again, you could kiss your bride again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I said, I'm like, hey, Bobby, now you can kiss your bride. Yeah. Um, but so what I did is ah. I had a tough time writing the whole thing out. Because it was like, it was super long-winded, then it didn't sound good. So someone told me, he goes, hey, use chat GPT. So I'm like, sure, not a problem. So I did it, and I printed the paper out, and I had a Bible. I was holding a Bible, because I'm like, you know, let me look at least presentable. I took the paper, but it was too big for the Bible. Yeah. So what I was doing is, Sasha's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm writing a ransom note. Dude, I was cutting out the sentences taping them into the bible oh my god so, but it looked like a ransom note he looked so like it honestly looked like <laughs> it looked like hannibal lecter was freaking like marrying this couple and i feel like i'm like now listen my buddy's wife she is 
four, I mean, five, two, five, three. I mean, she's, she's short. I'm deadly afraid of her. Yeah, he's like, afraid of her back. And he knows this. So anytime I call, he goes, he goes, hey, Lauren, Nick's on the phone. I'm like, no, 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 no. Hi, Lauren. <laughs> How's it going? So, so my, you know, Frahan is Sorry definitely. I messed up your wedding. Yeah. My bad. Are you forever remember it? And she's, she's like, and she's totally cool with it. But I'm like, yo, you know, you're gonna have eventually gonna have a friend going, hey, whatever happened to that guy that screwed up your wedding? How is he doing? Like, I'm... you know what they're gonna remember? That they're gonna remember that Nico sells houses better than he officiates weddings. Yeah, this, this Maybe he'll get us some houses from. No, I'm yeah, just was... joking. But um, I know you have to balance. Business card. So, I know, right? Thanks so much for hanging out with us. No, man, it's a Jason, pleasure. don't hang, don't, don't hang up because we we We're still got hang. we still That's got tons you, to talk. So, so thanks again, and nice um, meeting you too. Let your uh, let your family know we say uh, you know. Have a face safe flight. And, yeah. Thanks, brother. And let me know if you want to hang out later. Yeah. You know, absolutely. since you're a bachelor. Life. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. <laughs> you guys can go golfing and do fun so, stuff. So that's for Han Yusufi again. All right, take it easy, guys. Take care. So let me shut take his. Uh, let me shut off his mic so we don't have. Super, <laughs> Let's shut off his mic. <laughs> so we don't have so much. Oh, problems. show me how to do that so I can shut your mic off when you're talking smack. Sorry. So his mic's off, so it doesn't. You know, so we don't have too much. Thank you again, buddy. Thank you, Han. And um, so. Oh. <clears throat> Hold on. So let me just let Charla know. I had to. So I had a question for Jason. So Jason, when yeah. you you said so you worked for the feds and then you um, did you get right into real estate right after like the fed or did you take like a brief break or what made you want to do real estate? What made you your thing is like glitching my mic for some sorry, reason. Sorry. Um, it's like what made you want to get into real estate? What was that light bulb? <laughs> It was something that I was always interested in. I went to business school and took a couple like real estate law courses and stuff like that. And being like so business oriented, I just always had that bug of like ways to invest and get into that. And it was something I always followed. And you know, I wanted to do something I enjoyed that where I could be my own boss. And mm-hmm. you know, I was under like working for the government is like very like button up even though i was like i did narcotics work so it's not as buttoned up but uh-huh now working for the government it takes it takes a toll on you know, like you know people joke around and be like don't make a federal case out of it like, <laughs> it so, long. so um it, wow. it really was that so it, it, i needed that change now um, did you did you ever do the unity tour or no excuse me the unity tour the bicycle ride you ever do that the, the so it starts in it's. I think. So oh, this... I've heard of that. Yeah, I, I don't didn't think do he's it. Done it. But yeah, it's big. Are you married, Jason? I am. You are. You have kids. I do. I have kids. I have a eight-year-old, uh, five and four. Oh wow, three of them. Yeah. That's fun. We have yeah, two, and it's busy. super fun. Yeah. So when you when it's you <clears throat> when you were in the service, what the um the feds were you were you dating? Were you married back then or? Was I was like... married then. It was just it was a different kind of lifestyle. So it was um, it's tough. I mean, it's you gotta be secretive. You know, different Absolutely. And everything like that. So um, this is my my second go around. It's it's great. Um, oh, that's, that's amazing. That's awesome. Now the reason why I asked if you did the unity tour, I I actually done it uh, twice. So I used to be a uh, police dispatcher for goodness, almost almost ten years, eleven years, and our police. I worked in a, a small police department, and our police chief was huge. In, um, in the unity tour and he told me you know it was like you know this is something you should do you should do and 
they always had, you know, law enforcement or, you know, all different types of law enforcement. They never had, uh, you know, a civilian, basically a civilian. And the, you know, the, the basic uni tour, they, they okayed it. I think I was one of the only dispatchers up until that point. I think I was one of two dispatchers up to that point that done it. And it's, it was so rewarding. I mean, I never felt pain the way I felt, you know, because you, you're writing almost 400 miles. Oh, my God, I give you props. Yeah, yeah. You, you ride from New Jersey to Washington, D.C. <clears throat> on a course of four days. Um, the longest ride is between, well, so we did, I did the challenge ride. So this area has two, yes, chapter one, and then the challenge ride, which is, challenge ride is also in like North, Northern California uh, is in there. So, um, and I met a, a bunch of awesome people. And the longest route was between Philly and Baltimore. And it was what? nothing but crazy long hills. Mm-hmm. And sadly, so I met uh, a police officer from Cincinnati. Um, and sadly, he was he died in line of duty uh, just this last year. And it, oh well, it, may it, his soul rest in peace. It, so you remember, you remember Adam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I, Adam had passed away. Oh wow. Yeah. So um, so it was it was it was nuts when his when his cousin who's also he's his cousin. So Adam was a deputy, and um, around Cincinnati, I forgot what county over there. And his his uh, cousin was the one who called me, gave me the bad news. He goes, hey, he got into a car accident and such and such. So it was it was sad, but it was super rewarding. I mean, what the Unity Tour does is, you know, they ride in remembrance of a f- officer who was fallen in the line of duty. And um, what you do is, you know, you, you ride to the memorial. And one of the privileges of doing this ride is the day when they do the memorial, you walk survivors like the surviving families off the bus to their seat. And that was one of them. Like, so I met, so I, you know, I wrote, I wrote, a, you know, for a couple, a couple families and you get to meet those families. And, and one of the family, uh, the son, he wanted to be an actor in New York city. And every so often he texts me and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty cool. But, um, no, but when you're talking about that, I mean, it, that's you know, one of the things I just remember when I used to be, um, you know, we used to work at a police station, but it's crazy, man. You don't, you just never know what's, you don't know your days are not scripted here in real estate. Our days are scripted. No. We know, hey, we're going to make cold calls. We know we're going to lead gen. We know we're, you know, we're going to do this podcast. We, you know, we know we're going to have meetings. It, but it's scripted to the extent. No, but you it's know, like... but at the same time, is you have an idea what you're going to do, mm. right? You have yeah. an idea. It's a general idea. In law enforcement, you have no clue. True. You have no. Right. Idea. You don't know where your days going to go. Absolutely. You have no clue what's going to nope. happen. You know, and, and the same it's thing. Like that with the marathon bombings for me. I'm sorry. Uh, with the marathon bombings. Oh yeah. Um, up here in Boston, yeah, it was just it was a beautiful day. Yeah. People would just sit and watch the the race. You know, casual day in the office. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and a flip of a switch. Yeah, so, you, that's week, you guys. That's cool. Week around, yeah. That's cool. Like Boston Day, right? Yeah, I mean, and that's one of the like the best days for people out in uh, Massachusetts or in that area is Boston. Oh, it's a big party. The the, oh, the Red Sox play. You guys, they, they play what before the the race, right? Yeah, they play. It's I think it's the only game that's played before noon. Yeah, I think it's, it's like 10, um, 10, 10, 11, 11 o'clock, o'clock start. Eleven yeah. o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And and, it, and just recent. Oh, yeah, awesome. And just recently, they've been playing. Um, they've been playing in those yellow jerseys, the marathon. Uh, the marathon jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, those city editions. What's your what's your feeling? What's your feeling on those jerseys? Uh, it's Nike being Nike. Um, okay, cool. You don't like them not either. Not the biggest fan, but they but they did a good job with it. So it's, it's weird, but it's okay. They did a lot of job. 
And I'm also assuming you're a, uh, a Bruins fan, I guess, uh, Celtics. Yeah, big Bruins, big Celtics fan. Um, I grew up really watching the Celtics, so that was oh, wow. that was like my thing. Like my first childhood memory with my father was like him telling me who Ray Bird was. Oh wow! I mean, but you guys also it's like the first thing I remember. You guys have history upon history of players playing for that organization. I mean, the war between the Lakers and and and, and, and the Celtics. It was just it's just crazy. And then oh, it was awesome. Then you get out of that era, and then you go into like the Celtics. You know, you, the South, like the modern Celtics. You know, when you have yeah, um, skip the '90s, Paul, Paul Pierce, and, and and just you know, Garnett was there. No, um, yeah, Garnett. Yeah, Garnett was there, right? now? no. Yeah. Yeah, Garnett. Yeah, was that was. That was something though, with um, the three of them, him, Ray Allen, and uh, Roger. Paul Pierce. That was yeah. that was such a fun year. I was I made it to the game six where they clinched, nice. and I had passes to get to get inside beforehand. So I took my dad with me. He's been a Celtics fan since like the '60s. Oh wow! And he went around, got to shake like Bill Russell's hand, and like all these older players, and it was just cool. He was like a kid again. It was awesome to watch. You know, I, I, I'll tell you this. I um, I, I'm a suffering Nets fan. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, a, I'm a, yeah. I'm, a, you, you laugh. And the reason why he's laughing, right, Sash, mm-hmm. is Billy King, is the reason why. Billy King sold every ounce of Nets. Hold up, is that house on fire over there? Where? I've been watching it. The one with the poles right there. What house? To the right of the gas oh, station. Oh no, 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 no! They're doing construction. Oh. Because I thought it was like on fire. I was like, oh man, no, no, no. that would have been not good. No, but you, could tell, you could tell by the smoke. Nico would have been out. He'd have been no. like, yeah, I gotta go, guys. Yeah, I've been, I've been a firefighter. I've been a firefighter since '05. Um, but uh, what was it? So yeah, so Billy King uh-huh. sold the Nets history, like every ounce of picks that they could have had uh-huh. for like a generation to the Celtics for Paul Pierce and Garnett. To play for pretty much a year. No. And we won nothing. And no. with that being said, they got, uh, what do you guys got? Like 37 first round unprotected picks. It was just something stupid. It was just Billy King. What it comes down to. Yeah. He sold. Got, he sold the soul. Oh, no. Did I hang up on him? Oh, no, yeah. No, oh, no, no. Oh, I, yeah. I thought I hung up on him. Oh, my goodness. He pretty much no, sold. No, we got Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum out of it. Yeah. That's. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Thank you. Like. Like, he doesn't, like, that's just why I'm suffering. They did something similar. This is why I'm suffering. They did something similar. Like, <laughs> you had two guys, two, uh-huh. two players. And I called it. I called that when I said Kevin Durant is coming to the Nets in the middle of the season. Was So when I, when I, who was it that I said it was going to be, like, the first overall pick? I forgot the, I forgot who, who was oh, in the draft. Greg Oden. No, 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 not, 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 not now. No, it was a year that, it was the year before, Garnett, I mean, uh, Kevin Garnett came to, not Kevin Garnett, um, uh, Kevin, Kevin Durant came to the Nets. Mm. I forgot what, what okay. I forgot who what that draft class was, but I'm like, I called out like the first three picks, right? So my buddy goes, Hey, you should definitely go play the lottery. I played the lottery. I won $25 scratch off. Right. Huh. And then I also called them like, yo, Kevin Durant is coming to the Nets. And everyone's like, you're, you're out of your mind. Like he's, oh, wow. he's here. He's not, he's not leaving the Warriors. You know, he just, they just won a championship. And Kyrie leaves and comes to the Nets. Oh, wow. Kyrie comes, Durant comes. And we gave up a lot of prospects, a lot. 
they leave a lot of people up to get those guys to come here. Oh, wow. And again, it's like Billy King era happening all over again. And it's just mm. like he laughs. So you're still so pretty out? much you're still sour about this. Yeah, but I'll, I'll tell How you. How many years later is this now? I mean, when was that? Like 12 years ago? Well, Durant just left, so it's okay. <laughs> but, uh, Durant, Irving, and the Harden experiment didn't go Oh, my God. See, so that was the whole thing when, like, when they traded for Harden. It was uh -huh. just like, why give up so much? Why give up so much? And you're asking that you're trusting players to come to an organization who voiced their disapproval and forced their way out of the organizations they're in. Because Kyrie was up in Boston, wasn't he? And how, yeah. did, and how did that work out? It was great for a minute. And then, uh... then you guys were happy that he left. You know, he, he was unhappy to be, and he was, I think, I'll, I'll, I'll say that when Cleveland won with LeBron, it, that was Kyrie who won. I don't think it was more. It was more Kyrie than LeBron, and but he was he was always going to be the back burner behind LeBron. Everybody is, would be back burner behind LeBron, mm. and um, you know it's just it's just um, I, I don't know. That's what it is. But now, what's your two cents on your past uh, Boston? Uh, you, the, you know Boston's um, the uh, we call the Bruins season. Ah. <laughs> They this pulled is, the Bruins. That, that's what we say up here. Um, this is where I start chuckling. <laughs> yeah, we. It was a great season. It was fun, but it kind of like we kind of expect those kind of things to happen to the Bruins. The season was too good. Hmm. I mean, you guys. I mean, the beginning of the season. You know, I was. I'm, I'm a huge Devils fan. We have a season tickets for the Devils. Um, matter of fact, we're going to their development camp tomorrow. And then we have oh, our daughter is obsessed. Oh, with our daughter, yeah, our, our kids. Like I had to talk to my rep. Oh, he plays a great. You, you know what? And you know what's funny? I was gonna, uh, you know, oh, I was, I was gonna ask this question later on, but since we're talking about hockey now, what of the two sports, hockey and UFC, like MMA, which sport has the hardest last names to pronounce? <laughs> I would say oh, wow. <laughs> I would go with hockey. I don't know. I mean, it's it's like it's like neck to neck. <laughs> but uh, and, and, and I might have to go with UFC. Yeah, I think so. Really? I think so. You, because you have to deal with all these different countries. At least with hockey, you can focus on like your European dialect, exactly, and Canadian names. So it's either and then be, you can sort of pick up on it. It's either gonna be French, Russian, American. So with that being said, because you're in um you're in Beantown, do you um do you have um. Uh, clientele, um, hockey clientele, NHL clientele, uh, or no? no? Oh, you don't? Okay. Not yet. So he just, Not yet. he's just speak it, in, speak it into existence. He's just focusing on the on the fighters. Oh, he, so he's just he's, okay. He's, he's, but you can also niche, you can yeah. have a specialty and of also course. have other, you know, things. I was in love with um, our wonderful Jen Seabury has. Great <laughs> <laughs> um, when we got our season tickets to the Devils, I was in love with Rutu and Tutu. And then there was Gibbons. Gibbons wasn't really good. I don't know who he really was, but um, the fact that he had my maiden name, I was just like rooting for him. And then all of a sudden, we get our tickets, and like he, well, they all on. three of them was gone. But before you say that, that was the reason. She, so we were looking at season tickets for the Yankees. So we were going to do oh that we couldn't do. We that. were going to do midweek midday games behind home plate. It was like two hundred dollars a ticket, right? It was so affordable. 
And then Sasha, I took Sasha to that. her first hockey game. And I fell head over heels in we, love. We sat at the I glass. And, and then they dipped out on me, all three yeah, of them. <laughs> yeah, but we. And then the fighting got down to minimal now. So I'm like, ah. But no, but fighting has always been kind of the same. Fighting in the I 90s know. compared to now, it's two different sports. But I'll tell you one thing about oh, yeah. about Boston. Boston still plays 90 hockey, like not late 90s, early 2000 hockey. Really? They play super aggressive. So can we go to one of those games so I can see them beat each they other? Play, we come. They're coming. I know something too, Jason. The, yeah. the the players. We went to like a meet and greet event. That thing we went to with all the what team was that for? Oh, it was what? the 2003 Stanley Cup team. Yeah. When I tell you, every single one of them was like so nice. Sorry, and so down to earth, and just like like literally just regular people. But like famous but this is, people, they were amazing. But this is going back to these athletes are just normal people. Absolutely, you know, like hundred percent. You know, they just like yeah. We're bullshitting with um with Gomez, and you know, because uh, Gomez was the first hockey player, American hockey player from Alaska to play, right? Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And we were talking. I'm like, Yo, we're in Alaska. Where are you from? And he said, uh, oh, I forget what you think. I think he said it was from this. Like I think it was. Could have been Burbank. No, I forgot which it was their city. It was one of their cities, bigger cities. Oh, I'm like, oh, it's uh, it is what he goes, dude. I'm like, that's really not Alaska. He goes, it's Alaska, okay, dude. He goes, it's super cold as Alaska. But he's like, you know, he was talking about, you know, he was talking about like real estate and stuff like that. He lives in he lives here in the city. He lives in uh, New York. But he that's amazing. He goes up there. But we we're just going back and forth. We're busting each other's balls, going back and forth. Because I'm like, yeah, that's really not Alaska. That's you know, that's uh you know, that's, you know, that's a city. So, but it's, you know, it's, it's nuts. You know, looking at both our teams, you guys going to have, you know, a promising future in the next couple of years. I mean, your, your goaltender is just, he's just plain stupid, bro. He like, just. We're going to rely on that. Oh and in Swayman, uh, like the two headed beats for mm-hmm. goaltenders, which I, I think that's what led to our problem in the playoffs is that, there was you know, not typically you ride ride one out and you have your backup. Mm-hmm. We always went back and forth this past season and we should have stuck with that. And and I think that was similar to what the Devils had. Um so the Devils we didn't have an A goalie. Like we had like one B like two like three one Bs. Like everyone who was in goal at the time they played, they played uh, played pretty very decent. Um VTEC played most of his games, but then you had Dawes, Nico Dawes, and you had um, Akira Schmidt. And they all played well. When VTEC was playing, I mean, we, we got blown out the first two games against the Rangers in the playoffs. And in the first round, it was just embarrassing, bro. It was embarrassing. And Yeah, you guys had a tough one. We, we did. And then we went to MSG, and we beat them up over MSG. No, we, we won in overtime. Um Hamilton, he had the, the overtime shot. And then we beat him. We beat the crap out of them game four. Game five, we won. We lost in game six. And it was awesome. Game seven, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting there, game seven. And the Rock, or the Prudential Center, it's probably like 40% Rangers fans. And as season ticket holders, I mean, we made money on the Rangers fans coming to the game. But, like, for instance, like, I was talking to a guy my seats at MSG are seventy thousand dollars a season. I don't even play. I don't pay that remotely close to that here. You know, I don't pay. I don't even pay half of that oh, no. here. So you know, like, it, what was crazy is all right. So 
game six. So in the beginning of the playoffs, I couldn't make to I couldn't make it to a couple of games because one, my daughter had hockey, um, and then I told my daughter about you know I told my daughter about not letting your teammates down um, during the year. You know, like I told my daughter, I'm like, listen, you know, and at the same time, it's tough to wake up a six slash seven year old at four thirty five o'clock in the morning to play hockey. So I would always tell my lifestyle it's tough. It is, <laughs> uh, but I think it's one of the best sports when you think about it. Between my two favorite sports is UFC, like MMA, mm-hmm. and hockey is my two favorite sports. Really? Mm-hmm. It's, okay. It, you know what it is? It's, it's so. If you think about it, UFC is a me sport because it's all about that individual player. But if you think it really, you think about it, it's not. It's your coaches. It's it's your team, mm-hmm. right? It, without a solid foundation around you, uh-huh. those fighters. They're, they're not playing. They're, they're not, they're not going to win. If you don't have your spotter on point, you know, if, and this is something I learned when I wrestled in high school, uh-huh. as many people think like the coaches are yelling, Hey, you know, yelling stuff at you. No one's listening. The fighters, they're, 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 they're conscious of what people are yelling on their, in their corner. Are they really though? They're conscious. I mean, I do. Oh, yeah. So while you're getting choked out, you're legit paying attention. You're listening. But the thing <laughs> is, if, if the guy's arm is hanging out, and you can throw them into the arm bar, right? But you don't know. But like you can feel the arm. You can you can like you hear it. You're conscious. You just grab you like oh shit, the arm's right there. You can throw them. In, you can go into the arm bar, right? You're conscious. If because if you're wrestling, right, and and fighting, your eyes. You, you don't. You're not fighting. You, your head is inside someone's shoulders. Your head is in someone's soul in, in in their armpit. Like you don't. You're not looking. You're. It's more feel. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, it's all it's, it's all muscle memory. So you hear them yell at armbar, you just go into the motion to that and you feel out. You anticipate where it and, is. Wow. Yeah, you have to rely on them to be your eyes. So that's like that's what I love about Oh, so it's not them yelling at you, they're being your eyes. They're, that's amazing. Yeah, it's another sense. That's yeah. something I'm today years old and I just when I learned that. I didn't know that at all. So that's why I appreciate Yeah, you see them push to the corners a lot. Mm-hmm. To their corners where the coaches are. That's yeah. why they try to force themselves that way. Oh, wow. And then execute the takedowns and everything there because that's where they're allowed us and they can hear everything. Mm. And the same thing goes with boxing. Oh, wow. I I think MMA is a little bit more... I think with MMA, you you need it more with MMA than you need with boxing. Um, Because boxing, it's it's tougher because they're not right there. I mean, they're there, but they're... I lost them. Did you hang up on him? No, no, I I lost him. Let me give him a call back. Oh, man. So it's all good. We, We got it. So, you know, this my guys, I gotta trade in my genius. Lost you. I, uh, yeah, I lost you. You know, <laughs> that was me. Oh, I was you? Trade, oh, oh. <laughs> it wasn't was me. Jason, I was just about to tell him I gotta um, trade in my genius and get a new one, get a new model. <laughs> because... <laughs> no, that, that was me. I'll take your head. But um, so that's why I appreciate. It. But you know, like when it comes, like when it came to hockey. So you know, so on game six, what I did is I um. In the beginning of the playoff, so I, yeah, like I told my daughter, he's like, hey, listen, you can't let your teammates down. I had a softball game. No, no, I had a baseball game. That's what it was. I had a baseball game, and I was, it was my turn to start uh, as uh, one of the pitchers. So I had a baseball game. It was my turn to start. Uh-huh. And. You didn't want to go? No. I, I, the the Miss Devil, Devil's Rangers playoffs? Absolutely, <laughs> I would have gone. So my daughter goes to me. She goes, hey, Daddy, you have a baseball game today. What are you doing? Oh, I remember that. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you, she goes, you can't let your teammates down. <laughs> I'm like, you're right, Giovanna. You're That's 100% the best right. when it comes full circle. I so 
I mean, I made a fortune. You wish you never said that to her right. in that very moment. But at the same time, I was a proud dad moment because I'm like, here's my daughter. But it's a double-edged sword. It was, but you know what? She was right. You can't <laughs> let your teammates down. Um, gave up, you know, gave up, I think, seven runs. And <laughs> that was the game you guys came to. Jason, he hates it, right? He loves when the kids come to the games to support him and, like, you know, um, what's it called, like, thing you up and like all that good stuff like oh my god daddy's oh, yeah. pitching or daddy's whatever it, it was fun when i go to the games jason he doesn't like when i'm there I know, all right. he's like can you just leave because no. i <laughs> she heckles i it's i fun. do yeah, that's no. how i show my love i'm like hey were yeah. you afraid are you allergic to that ball because you never touched it so uh, he's like what are you so this was the, this was the first time my my kids saw me pitch oh yeah this is true so my son so i'm, I'm in mid windup and my son was cheering for me, but he was cheering for me. And like, right as I'm releasing, he goes, go dad. As I'm releasing the ball, I plunked the guy right in the he back. He had the best timing. I it plunked, was hilarious. I plunked the guy in the back. Oh but so going back to like, to make the finish, to wrap up the story. Yeah. So I listed all the games for sale, but I put them for like some stupid price. I put them for 900 or a thousand dollars a tick, a seat. Right. Wow. So game six, I'm like, you know what? Let me just, you know, I, I know I have the listing up. Let me take the listing down. The tickets sold at ten thirty for eleven hundred dollars each for game seven. Right? What? So I'm like, holy shit, what am I gonna do? Now I had two other sets of seats that I pre-sold already. Cause I'm like, you know, let me sell I have other seats I can give to clients. And if I can't give it to clients, I'll sell it. But game seven, I can give it to clients. I, I gave one set of seats to clients and the other one I couldn't find a client to go, which was crazy. Game seven, Devil's Rangers, couldn't find anyone to go. So I gave it I, I sold them. So now I have parking. My rep is giving me tickets, you know, give me wristbands for the buffet, yeah. right? I'm there with my, I'm, I already told my son we're going. I don't have tickets. What? So I sold, I remember I sold the pair I sold up in like up in, in the rafters. I sold them for like $600 each. Uh-huh. I bought two tickets sitting two rows from God. For like four hundred dollars each, so I still made money. No. Like I still made money. So now the first, pe like we're sitting upstairs. I meet this guy. He ends up becoming a client of ours, right? He's like, "Hey, I'm looking for a rental." We, we're, we're actually he's signing the rental agreement. He he signed it last night. We're we're, we're getting the keys uh, tomorrow. That's amazing. So everything happens for a reason, right? Now, into the first intermission, you go. It's going like we're upstairs, and I'm like, "Damn, man, I'm I'm two rows from the ice. I can hear the players talk." I'm now two rows from Jesus. And I can hear God talk. Like, like this sucks. Like this. Like I felt so uncomfortable. Like I honestly felt like I was gonna fall down the stands. Right. It's steep. Oh my! I didn't realize how steep That's it like was. Such a weird feeling. It was. It was so. <sighs> and I, I was so nervous because I was there with my four year old son. Right. So I'm like telling John Luigi, I'm like, Yo, sit down, just please. Like I'm afraid this kid's gonna roll down. Right. <laughs> so then, like during the intermission, have. I go down to like all my friends. But during the first period of the game, I'm like, my seats are empty. Right, like no one's sitting in my seats, and then I look at Kristen's seats. Like she sits in row four, like friends of ours. Uh -huh. She sits in row four, and her seats are empty. And I'm like, what the what's going on? Like, oh, the seats next to her is empty, yeah. right? So I'm like, what the hell's going on? Like, how is these seats all empty? So I go down, and the guy who's sitting, the seats just next to mine, right? So we we have this closest seats to the to the players' tunnel. Uh huh. All right, so it's the players' tunnel. Where the players come out, my daughter's got tons of sticks, high fives, and such and such. I love that. Our spot. two seats, and then like these seats just like for next to us. The guy goes, "Hey, listen." So I'm I'm sitting there like just BSing, uh -huh. and I'm talking to Foose right behind me. I'm talking, uh -huh. you know, 
So the guy comes to me, he goes, hey, listen, my friends are selling these tickets on Ticketmaster for $500 each. They got a flat tire, so all four of them can't make the game. Stop He goes, they're on sale right now on Ticketmaster. I'm like, oh, no, on StubHub. I'm like, okay, you know, these are my seats. I got paid $2,000 to sit, or $2,200, yeah, $2,200 to sit in my seats for Game 7. It was friggin' priceless. Stop it. Priceless. Yeah. So I got paid to sit in my seats for Game 7. And the best reaction was seeing all the Rangers fans leaving. They had, at one point during the game, wow. they had um, a, they had a, um, like, um, a thing on the, on the, on the, on the screen. Like, um, a thing on the screen. Like a, a photo. They, 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 so every time they score, they, they, they put up, you know, like, this is this person's goal. And you know, uh-huh. this is the, they, the Devils have scored five goals in the game. Uh-huh. They, they put, like, you know, like a caption up there, right? Yeah. At the point that the Devils scored their eighth goal, it said, "We ran out of captions. We do not have a. We don't have a. We don't have nothing for eight goals." <laughs> but, Stop it! But this is how. But this is how the players are because Boston had the best record, the best record in NHL, the the best record in NHL. Boston historically, yeah, historically. No, stop. Hallmark had All Hallmark had the best record as a goaltender. Fifty games, right? He won fifty games. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, so they did something that never done. They wrote history this season. Wrote history. In the beginning of the season, the Devils and the Bruins were game for game going to who was number one. That Boston never slowed down. Oh, like, wow. the no. Devils, they, they slowed down. They had some injuries, whatnot. They, 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 it was just like Boston Devils, Boston Devils, Boston Devils. Like, nonstop. How great both these teams were. The Devils are slowing down just around the time that Hallmark scored his goal. So the goal he scored a goal against, who did you guys play? Oh, was it the Capitals? No. Do you remember the game that? Do you remember the game that you, uh, your goalie scored a goal? The Hallmark scored a goal. Oh, I remember it happening. I can't remember who it was against though. So nonetheless, but that's when the Devils are slowing down. But these guys, man, these guys just never, never started slowing down. It was just, it was awesome to watch. And no, it's it, crash and burn instead. And then you oh, guys, wow. they lost to Florida. I mean, listen, Florida, listen, at, the, at that they point, it, man. You, you, can't, you can't knock the team that beat you if they're going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Oh, wow. You know, you, you just can't. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, like, like the Devils. The Devils, lost, the Devils lost to the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes lost to... Florida, Boston just lost to Florida. No one beat Florida. Like, if Boston didn't beat Florida, nobody else was. And other than the, um, the, really? the, wow. the Golden Knights, because obviously the Golden Knights beat them in you know, the finals. But And in Florida, I mean, and everyone was surprised how good Florida was going to be, uh, like how good Florida was. It wasn't a surprise. Like, we're, so I looked at Hallmark only won 40 games. It wasn't 50, it was 40 games. But everyone was surprised how Florida... Like, like Florida was like, you know, they're doing this well. Florida was the President Cup trophy winner last year. That's the reason why, as a Devils fan, I never want the Devils to win the President Cup. So the President Cup, awesome. since Sasha doesn't know what the President's Cup is. Yeah, I don't. Do, uh, Jason, do you want yeah, to tell you her? I just don't want it. Yeah, you, you just, just don't, don't want it. Do you want to tell her why? What? what? It sounds like a prestigious something, no? <laughs> like, yeah, it's the best record in the league, but then um, when's the last time a President's Cup trophy winner won the Cup? I don't even... I, you know, I'm actually going to look it up right now. It's been a while. So it's been a while. Every President's Cup winner in recent mm-hmm. either lost in the first or second round. 
I think the furthest. Oh, so it gives you bad juju? Yeah. No. Yeah. President Cup winners. We touched the um the Stanley Cup, the real Stanley Cup. Yeah. So. Which was amazing because Nick kept on saying it's wow. fake. Yeah. We so we didn't know so we didn't know. <laughs> We okay, so we didn't know the it was, guy that was protecting it. Nick was like, he's always there, and like, so we didn't know it was a real Stanley Cup. So, the so <laughs> we're busy taking selfies yeah, and so picking I, it up. I'm, I'm touching him, <laughs> like the keeper of the cup wasn't there, and I'm not gonna say just. I, in, God, it was a brief second, though. Yeah, God forbid someone like, listens, to, yeah. like listens to this. Like, you know, I don't want no one to lose our job, but we touched the president, like we we touched the the Stanley Cup, and like you know, grabbed and all that. I, I thought it was a fake because I'm like, oh, I don't see the keeper of the cup. He's not here. <laughs> and then I, I see like, then I shortly <clears> after I see, I see the guy and I'm like, holy shit. Like, this is, this is the real <laughs> this cup. This is the real thing. <laughs> like, I'm not supposed to touch this. So. And they were like trying to, he touched it. And when he touched it, I didn't get to like document it. Like, obviously take like real selfies. So when the guy came back, I'm like, hey, do you mind if we take a quick photo holding it? He's like, absolutely not. Like, so to answer your question. Was the first, um, no, no, it's not the first one. All right, so it, it's the the Blackhawks one in twelve. So the Blackhawks, prior to the Blackhawks, it was the 07, So it was the twelve black the two thousand twelve two thousand thirteen Blackhawks, to two thousand seven two thousand eight Red Wings, and then prior to that was the Red Wings again in 01, 02, and then the Avalanche two thousand two thousand one, which the Avalanche should have lost. I mean, the Devils. Beat the, I mean, it was it, w- it went to Game Seven like triple overtime. Great yeah. work, man. Yeah, it w- you know that trade. They were just talking about that trade just recently. So that trade was you had um you had a I mean that's that was their first year because they just left um they had just left the Quebec Quebec right and that trade prior to that gave who was it was a who was that trade. Was it Hall? No, it wasn't Hall. Lind- was it Lindros? I think it was Lindros was traded. No. Who was traded? Oh, man. It was a crazy trade that gave, gave the, the Avalanche so many of the players that really um, contributed to that thing. And then Ray Bork, this guy here, one of the best players to come out of Boston. I mean, but sadly... Just couldn't win. I mean, Boston, uh-huh. and Boston did him a favor, uh-huh. traded him. Huge solid. Yeah, I mean, what, and that's one of the best things and respect you get in the, um, in in, uh, in in hockey. They they respect that. You no, know? so oh, wow. mid season it was like, you no, know, I think early in the, early in the season it was in, like in the end of March. Uh-huh. Boston traded Ray Bork to uh, Boston, and uh, in. They Boston ended up winning the uh, Stanley Cup, and you know, they, but they had a solid team. And they had uh, Wah was down. I mean, you had so many Hall of Famers on that team. Jason, oh, Colorado team, yeah, yeah. I mean that that team was stacked. Joe Sackick, mm-hmm. um, Forsberg, Forsberg, and Ford, So Ford Forsberg was part of that trade I was talking about. I just don't remember the trade that brought him to him with her. But Claude Lemieux, I mean, ex Devil player, Claude Lemieux was phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yep. But that's that's what I was like talking about. That, like, so I'm 41. I'm not sure how old you are. I'm 45. Just turned 40. Thanks. Okay. Guys. So, all right, so we watched. So in our age we group. grew up. We grew up. Um, we grew up watching the same, pretty much the same era in sports, right? Yeah. Like growing up, we had some phenomenal baseball. 
mm. basketball, hockey. Um, nice basketball was awesome. Those uh, Heat Knicks series. Right? I mean, it was just something else. Watching Jordan, Kobe. Mm. I mean, some of, the, some of that stuff was just something else. I mean, at, at, at that point, it was just, it was a different era in sports. I mean, you, we'll never see basketball like we watched basketball growing up. I don't know. Totally different sport now. Construction. Hundred percent. Um, you know, and then and then if you look at the the two thousands, you know, the, 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 the mid to you know, the mid two thousands, then that's when your Patriots came to fruition um and became the dynasty that they came to outside of playing the Mannings. I mean, I know, you know, Eli was your yeah, guys. Eli yeah. was your uh, Achilles Look. heel. And then, uh, you know, and his, his brother, you know, beat you guys a bunch of times or a couple of times. Or you guys beat him a bunch of times. Hey, so, you know what? I just looked yeah. it up. It was Lindros. So it was Lindros trade um, that caused that whole thing to um, it was Lindros. Um, it was Lindros getting traded that made, uh, you know, the Nordiques, um, you know, the powerhouse. All right. So it was a Nordiques. So. Jason, how would you describe the real estate market in Beantown right now? It is, it's a weird market here. Um, you have buyers that are afraid to buy because the interest rates are going back up. Mm-hmm. But like the inventory is so low here. It's, it's kind of like where you, you guys are. It's, it's very congested. There's nowhere to build. Mm. So there's like no homes on the market. So you still have people that actually take care of their homes and move in ready, turnkey, freshly updated are still going for that premium absolutely but you can still get deals for like homes like renos how is the market with short sales and um foreclosures that must be crazy not you don't see too many of those up around here no um, oh wow it's you're glitching we're sophisticated too. folks um <laughs> it's it, it was like that back in 2008 uh, just like the Northeast in general didn't really have that foreclosure um, issue. It's mm-hmm. just, it wasn't like Vegas. It wasn't like Arizona. It wasn't like, you know, the no, you, you have like income wise, uh, like these areas, people that make the good money, they're typically smarter with their money and not mm-hmm. like living off second mortgages and everything like that. They can afford their mortgage. So um, you still see a couple, but it not, not a ton. So our last episode that we, one, or one of our past episodes, because this one here is going to be done and, you know, we're going to be posting it. Um, but one of our past episodes, we had uh, Jeff Van Note. So he's a, he's a lender. He was a, he, he, this guy knows the market inside and out. Oh my right? God. He's amazing when it comes to He's written a couple books. So, but he, you know, and I quote, he had mentioned, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I don't want you know misquote him, but I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> he said that the United States has never seen a market like this before, where interest rates are so high, inventory is so low, and the home prices are still growing. It is just yeah. ridiculous. And we're, we're finding the same thing here. I mean, we just put an offer in on a client. We had a client put an that offer in. $30,000 over asking. And like she wasn't even considered in the top 10. I, had, I just had a closing yesterday. Sasha and I had a closing yesterday. Um, a property 20 minutes outside of Philly. So we, Sasha and I, we do everything from South Jersey to North Jersey, you know, we go to... We do the whole state, the, we, enti- the entirety of yeah, New Jersey. Our, our team, our team, you know, is pretty much all over the state. Okay. But, uh, so this one here is pretty much right outside of uh, Philadelphia. It's like 20 minutes outside of Philadelphia by Atlantic City. And we came to the market at 389 and we closed yesterday at uh, 
440. So I'm going to um, do a, a shameless plug really quick. <laughs> if you're looking to sell, we got your back. And obviously, we'll get you over asking so, in this market, <laughs> especially. So <laughs> hit me up. As you should. When you're saying, Jason, that the market is crazy, what, what is the, um, the interest rate in your, in your area right now? I was seeing what six and a half, but I think oh, so it's we're almost gonna, identical. Okay, it, it's yeah, it's pretty much the same. You'll, it's a similar enough market between here and you guys that it's pretty much you'll see the same compared to the Midwest or like even out west a little bit. Right, right. absolutely. I think. What what's your approach as far as business wise? Are you kind of like you're kind of more focusing on more listings than buyers? Like what what is your kind of business approach? Like what are you kind of if you had to choose, like, how you're going to generate some leads, like, which which avenue are you looking at? So I, I'm part of the team. I work technically as a buyer's agent, and okay. then I work with my sphere towards listings mm-hmm. and, like, Facebook groups, social media for, for listings that way. So it kind of – it balances it out. So I, I have that constant inflow of buyers, which is kind of nice, but it's difficult. And then I do my own thing to try and get listings. That's, that's, that's amazing. That's tough. You know, you know, I was just thinking about it, kind of to cut off the subject and going back to a, a previous subject. So the Hall of Fame just happened, uh, was it a couple of days ago, right? Um, on the 6th, July really? 6th, yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and, and I, I don't know how it just, the thought came in my mind. What's, what's your thoughts on a couple of these fighters that are not in the Hall of Fame, right? Um, like, for instance, like Frank Shamrock. Everyone is, you know, well-known, his brother. His brother's in the Hall of Fame. But Frank, who also fought in Bellator and all that, like, what, what, what's your feeling? Do you think his brother should be I, in it? He's kind of close. Um, I, I think it's still new enough that they're trying to get, get the bigger names in there. Mm-hmm. And then as you see, like, Cause they have to, so like the players' committee with other sports, they let in, like, because like the mid-tier guys in at some point because they have the they have the two divisions they have the um the i guess the pioneer of the sport and then the the modern uh fighters um right and and, and what about uh, dan henderson what's your feelings on him i love hendo Uh, he'll get in he'll get he's overdue isn't it yeah because he he was an olympic wrestler too right or is he just uh division one champion He's uh he has a, he has a solid background. Too. He has a solid background. I mean he he I think he lost like fifteen fights in his career, but I mean he's I mean he fought some crazy. Pl- I mean he, he, he I think he fought. He had that division for a while. I mean he, he he's fought some some athletes, but um it, it's you know it's just something to think about you know like and then even if you think about you know I mentioned her before uh Rousey, but uh, Rousey, she's the only female in the Hall of Fame that you think uh Maisha Tate. Do you think she has a? Um, do you think she has? She's still fighting. Yeah. I mean, um, do you think she's? Uh, she's in there. Do you, do you think she? She. You think her career is already built? Like we know Jim Jones, uh, John Jones, and, and and Demetrius Johnson. We know they're in, right? It's gonna be a no-brainer. Do you think? You should take to me. It's borderline. She's borderline. You don't think she's in there, huh? Yeah, I don't think so. I, I, I kind of, I don't think so, but I kind of do. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've been on the fence. But I'm more kind of leaning that I think she's already proven herself. But if I think Rousey kind of overshadows her enough, that makes it questionable. Though, if like Rousey wasn't around, she would 
you know what? That's, I would say yes. That's a that's a phenomenal point. But you know, as we're wrapping down, um, we kind of do a, a kind of a last point or whatnot. So um, you know, with that being said, man, what what's your last point? I mean, one. Sasha and I definitely want to thank you for joining us. We you know we definitely want absolutely to thank. Uh, oh, you know what? I never, call, I never call Charla. Oh man. Oh well. So that, we'll save it for next time. <laughs> yeah, there we'll we go. Part two. Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, we definitely appreciate you having you on. You know, t- taking your time out of your day. I mean, we were originally were supposed to start this at nine thirty. We end up starting this shortly after eleven. So you know, now it's twelve thirty. So we do appreciate, you know, your 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 day. You know, your commitment to helping us out with this podcast. Um, but with that being said, man, what's, what's your final thoughts? Uh, my final thoughts is like coming into sports and entertainment. I really didn't have, I had a passion for sports and through using them and like what they make available, which you guys know is unreal in mm-hmm. um, leveraging what they offer, whether it's the private housing network, um, just the network of agents. It's a really tight group of agents. Um, immediately, everyone like really cares for each other. It just gave me the bug and just really allowed me to find something that I could get myself out to, and it, anyone can do it. Yeah, you know, really. You know, I, I I'm embarrassingly mispronounced your name earlier, so I, I said uh, Jason Ross. <laughs> so Jason Ross is one yeah. of he's one of our um, directors. You know, Jason and, uh, and Jordan, they're both uh, directors of sports entertainment, and what they built for us is just unparalleled. You know, I, I, I tell people all the time is, you know, yeah, you, you mentioned this before, which was a huge and valid point. We're all individual business owners, right? We we all have LOCs. We should, most of us should have LOCs, but, but we're all work for ourselves. A lot of us are in teams. A lot of us run teams. But at the end of the day, you know, when you look at your network of agents, you know, you have people that you trust. Going into sports and entertainment, the amount of trust I have for total strangers is just uncanny. It, it is. It, it's just, it's, it, okay. it, I mean, we started talking back before family reunion. So we family reunion was in October. So we, we started talking yeah, September. in September. And I was telling Sasha, I'm like, you know, this is a guy that I was talking before we went to California. And same thing with Justin Bruce in, 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 um, in uh, Columbus. Uh, Clint um, in, in in Montana. Um, but he's a good dude. And, and the funny thing is, so Clint had mentioned that he was going to a uh, a Yankee game, and it was a Yankee game that we ended up going. It was it was the rain delay, and um, in in uh, Clint stumble, um, you know, because I mentioned everyone else's last name, but we couldn't met up. But then the thing is, I had my wife and kids. They were they weren't sitting where we were. You know, we were. We were we were we were inside the Audi box because again it was raining so we were in the Audi box protected from the rain eating he was down in um, the Ford um, like there was like a Ford um, like in another dining area uh, for for you know for for where he was sitting so we just never met up and then we so we saw each other when we got to family reunion I was walking with Sasha and he was like what's going on he was talking to me like I've known him for thirty years and it was like that's how it works in the, in our group. And the thing is, yeah. you know, we be maybe across the country, right? Uh, we know we we don't intimately work with each other, but the thing is, I feel confident if anyone picks up the phone to calls me, it's like you're talking to your friend that you haven't talked to in a few years. Same thing if I call and talk to you. Like we set up this podcast a few weeks ago, and you're yeah. like, dude, I'm on, no problem. 
all the time changes we had with the different rooms, the tech issue before the thing, you were super cool. Like, yeah, man, I'm in. Not a problem. He even was busting chops. He's like, I'm holding to 11 o'clock or I'm going to cancel. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so, so it was good ultimatum. It was, it was, it was a, it's, it's an awesome group. And yes. we learn. It's like a weekly, we learn weekly from each other, which is pretty cool. And like, again, the opportunities that we have, um, you know, we were able to get in touch with uh, a Yankee baseball player, a prospect for the Yankees. And, you know, with between us and his management, we're, you know, we're working out things for that player and for this prospect. Yeah. And we have another camp that we're doing for, uh, you know, for the same prospect and um, another prospect, a number three prospect for the Yankees. So, you know, we're, we're, we're getting into the Yankees, which we had such a hard time doing prior to doing SNE. A lot of our stuff was with hockey and, and, and uh, music. And, you know, now we're getting into the baseball aspect with the Yankees. And if it wasn't for us and he, I mean, dude, it's just, it's, it's, it's awesome, man. Some of those barriers are like really tough to get into. Like yeah. those, like, like popular teams, like there's like a couple agents up here that like quote unquote have it on lock wow. just because of those relationships. And, you know, we just have to get creative and, and I think you know, our, your own path. our region with the teams that we, we have historic storied teams where we live. I mean, oh, yeah. one of my favorite stadiums, and as a Yankee fan, and listen, it is what it is. One of my one of the favorite my favorite stadiums walking into because you can feel the history mm-hmm. is Fenway Park. Remember when we took um, we we took Giovanna? She was not even a year old. But I had a bad experience. Remember breastfeeding? Yeah, it was it was yeah. It's an awesome park outside the experience. But, but that experience could have happened the, in New York too. Uh, like, uh, so no. Sasha Sasha was not in a newer ballpark. In an older ballpark, you can have those on the No, so Sasha, Sasha was breastfeeding our daughter, and you know she was covered up. And then... there was a little, no like private areas like they do now, like they have now. Right. There was like I just had to find a place to breastfeed my kid. I was covered, but they were just like you know a bunch of like random people just telling me that what I'm doing is wrong. Go to the bathroom. How dare I? And all this good stuff. And I but was like, again, but the, that, that could. I'm just feeding my kid. Like that could have happened. Leave me alone. That could have happened anyway. It wouldn't have just been Fenboy Park. But one thing I missed, and did I don't know if you went. Did you go to Chicago? Uh, no, no, I didn't make it. Rig was awesome though. That's on your side. Is somebody building something in the back? I think that was on our side. It was it, but that's yeah, another. That's another one I want. I want to go to. I want to go to Wrigley Field. Wrigley Field. Me too. Like, I really want to go there. Like I want to go in the in the heart of the, the the vines and all that stuff. But um, with that being said, bro, it's nothing like Fenway though. No, it's, it's I don't know, man. I I haven't been there to to experience it. But with this being said, bro, thank you so much. We just got the uh, we just got the eye because we're uh, we're using someone else's office since the other room was not available, and he just came by. You know, he kind of. Looked, smiled, and waved. Yeah, I was <laughs> so, like, get yeah. out. So you don't gotta go home, but you gotta get. Yeah, he goes, I gotta go to work. <laughs> so Jason, um, Ryan, it was a for everybody, having so it's, you on, and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to spend it with us. So again, it's thank J. It's the letter J. Dot Ryan. Dot Holmes on Instagram. You know, you can find us on the Neighborhood Sellers on all platforms, including the podcast. Our podcast on Spotify, we just had 260 um, on Spotify. Yeah, okay, okay, I get that. <laughs> Yay. So we hit two, like 260 uh, followers on Spotify. That's amazing. Um, and then on our other stuff, like iHeartRadio, Pandora, and all that stuff. Yeah. 
every week, every week, we have doubled our listeners from the week prior. That's amazing. I'm uh, so yeah. proud so of us. So this is we're gonna be uh, airing. Yes. Thank you so much. I mean, thank at, you. At the time, excuse me. At the time we're recording this podcast, we already have four that are live. Yeah. Uh, the fifth one that we're putting out. We've got a couple bank ones. As yeah. Well. So the fifth one we're putting out, which our you know the listeners are already would have heard, it's gonna be uh, with Gene. He's our fifth, uh, our fifth podcast, and we're talking about the aspect of being on the team. And that episode is also during the apocalypse when we had the Canadian <laughs> smoke over Jersey. So that's going to be that's so going to be pretty gonna cool. It's going to look listen. like we're going back in time. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. So again, it was insane. Thank you so much, uh, Sasha. Why don't you tell them where we can you listen to us? You said it. iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, um, Apple, Apple Podcasts. Um, anywhere you get your podcast, you guys, just listen to us and enjoy the vibe. And God bless and have a great day. Here it is. The episode you've been waiting for. The Neighborhood Sellers Podcast with your hosts, Nico and Sasha Antanasio. Grab a chair, grab a drink, grab a friend, and enjoy the conversation.